Hello and welcome to the podcast Spooky Saturday. We are here to question the suspicious, investigate the intriguing, and do our best to distinguish fact from fiction. Each episode, we dive headfirst into a topic of choice and find stories, evidence, history, and more to discuss and debate. Join us in earning some merit badges, Spooky Scouts, if you survive. Welcome to Spooky Saturday. Sorry, I pushed the wrong button. I was like, where'd it go? I pushed the wrong one. We have a lot of alien stuff to talk about today. Many alien things. Kayla's face. It's horrible. It's Ooh. No, it's amazing. I'm like super sleepy today, so please like excuse my energy levels. Me too, though. We'll make it. Yeah. It's. I think that's. We have to be like a certain level of sedated to deal with this stuff because it's, it's true. too much. It's true. I'm just. I am very stressed about all of the like election things. We were just talking about it before going live about how like, just like all the stuff in DC and all of that is just so stressful. There's just like stress. Stresses upon stresses. Yeah, I was telling Holly. I'm a couple hours from DC, and my coworker's husband has to fly back to Puerto, Puerto Rico this week on monday i think and she was like (laughs) whoa we were gonna go up sunday night and stay but i don't know and i'm like please please be safe (laughs) i don't know it's it is pretty upsetting a lot of the stuff that's happening is like weird it's weird it's very weird i mean like and i think i feel like that they're sweeping it under the rug while all of this other stuff is happening. Because yes. we're all so focused on this DC stuff that, and we're all so stressed out that well, like all of it, that they're like, they're just sticking it under the rug. And they're like, no, we're just going to put that in there, you know? Well, it's interesting because the reason that all of this is happening is because it was slipped into that COVID-19 relief bill. So they slipped yeah. it into a bill about a pandemic they were just like. But apparently, that bill, and I have actually, we'll probably go through that first because I actually pulled out the actual language from the the website, from the, I think, the Senate website. So I have the actual language. I'll read it. It's boring, but like, it's still really interesting. So I'll read it out loud to you guys. Just Shram, thank you for subscribing for 24 months. That's so many months. Two year anniversary. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just, thank you all so much. I. I just like it means it means a lot. It's been a it's been a rough week, so it means it means a lot, and I appreciate it. And I appreciate you being here, and you too, Kayla. I like being here. <laughs> I like hanging out with you because you're the best. No, no, no. But I also saw. <laughs> thanks, Jerry, for thanks, Jerry, for complimenting my hair. I I was thinking today. I was staring at myself in the mirror, thinking about how much I hate it, and I was like, I've reached peak like middle school social studies teacher i think oh my god right now. am i wrong like that's what this is <laughs> right like i am i'm just growing it out i'm gonna grow it out so that way i can like have my like swoop bang back and, yeah like, yeah but i like it yeah it's, <laughs> it's i like it and like it's like a it's like a cool like teacher vibe yeah like that cool teacher that you're like Maybe she goes home and messes with a Ouija board. You don't know. Maybe, yeah. You have alien earrings and stuff. I'd be like, well. Yeah, these are the ones you got me. They were abducting yeah, pizza. Yeah, that's right. I love those ones. They're so cute. Are they getting like a piece of pizza is getting abducted? Yeah, it's like a little yeah. slice of pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love those earrings. I was telling Holly before this that this week I was really, really sick. And I was like getting disoriented and having enough symptoms to where the CDC is like, you need to go get tested for COVID. So I went and got tested, but I'm negative. But that was a experience. Yeah. yeah. 
I had to well, do it to I'd myself. Well, I'd never heard. I'd never heard of doing it to yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I never like I've seen lots of COVID tests, but I've never seen them like okay, navigate your own nasal chambers. Yeah, it was like- awful. <laughs> Luckily, Jack was with me because I was in the car, and the guy was like. He was, like, really plucky about it. He was like, hey, all right, here's this bag, and you're going to open the bag, and there's stuff inside, and I'm going to tell you about it. And he's like, all right, stick this shit up your nose and twist it around. And I was like, like this? And Jack's like, no, don't do that. Like, you have to, like, go straight back in your nose. I was like, okay. So I had to do that, and the guy, like, just counted, and then I had to do it in the other nostril. And it was very unpleasant, and I didn't enjoy it and hope I never have to do that again. But I'm feeling a lot better today, so. No, that's good. good. That's good. So more or less, like, I mean, we're pretty much only, we're going to be talking about a lot of current event stuff today, but how it ties into this big release. First off, like the big, this big release that we're going to be talking about came from the Black Vault, which Mm -hmm. I swear to God, I don't know if you did this, but I remember going to that website in like high school. Yeah, it's been around forever. (laughs) It's been around for a long time. This, at least like maybe like middle school, it's been around for a long time. And if anyone was like like relatively interested in aliens in like the 90s, like you knew about the Black Vault. <laughs> and it still kind of looks like it still did in the 90s. Like it's, <laughs> it does. Yeah. So and I had no idea that the guy that did it has been like doing this since he was 15. Yeah. So that's really it's really interesting. So it's called the Black Vault. Um, and apparently this this dude at the Black Vault was suing the CIA like for like 20 years to get them to release stuff. And they didn't release everything. This actually isn't the same thing as being tied into that Congress thing. It's not the same thing. So they still like like the they still have to release more. Yes. They have so, to they have like 180 days from when that was signed, I think it was yeah. just like in December. Yeah. So I'm gonna read I'm going to read that to you guys. I read through a bunch of other ones and there's a lot of just like weird stuff in it. Like, hey, you should like pay for CIA agents when they move. You need to pay for them. (laughs) Like just like or like China like was spying on our on our stuff. So like we also need to like hold them accountable. And then it's like aliens. I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Also aliens. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. So there's a bunch of like, what I feel like is like normal political stuff. And then a bunch of like, so that was like, whoa, this was just thrown in there. So we'll have, we'll have to see. So anyway, I'm going to read this. I'm almost going to put on story time. Because. (laughs) Put on some ambient music. Yeah, because like, it's just, it's really boring. And I just, I don't know. Like I, so I, we need like a different screen for like reading like evidence, legal documents. Yeah. Honestly, I can imagine because I like I told you I listened to the debate and it's like yeah, legal jargon. It's, it's so hard. Much. It's it's like especially since like that's not any of our jobs. So like people I can assume whose job it is to read that kind of stuff are used to. It's almost like speaking a different language. Like they're used right. to picking out what all the stuff means, but like. Yeah, but yeah, we know we need like an X Files music like screen to like read evidence. But I'm gonna put on the story time just because I feel like that'll be. Actually, you know what? I changed my mind. I have the image here, so I'll put up the image, and then um, yeah. Okay, so here we go. So you can look at you can look at the image while I read it, if you want to follow along. This is the actual oh, yeah. website intelligence.senate.gov. Okay, here we go. 
Advanced Aerial Threats. The committee supports the efforts of the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force at the official naval intelligence to standardize collection and reporting on unidentified aerial phenomenon. Any links they have to adversarial foreign governments, which they're literally saying, like, aliens having links to foreign governments? <laughs> and the threat that they pose to U.S. military assets and installations. However, the committee remains concerned that there is no unified, comprehensive process within the federal government for collecting and analyzing intelligence on unidentified aerial phenomena, despite the potential threat. The committee understands <laughs> that the relevant intelligence may be sensitive. Nevertheless, the committee finds that the information sharing and coordin coordination across the intelligence community ha has been inconsistent, and this issue has lacked attention from senior leaders. Therefore, the committee directs the DNI in consultation with the Secretary of Defense and the head of such other agencies as the Director and Secretary jointly consider relevant to submit a report within 180 days of the date of enactment of the act to the Congressional Intelligence and Armed Services Committee on Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon, also known as Anomalous Aerial Vehicles, including Whoa. observed airborne objects that have not been identified. The committee further directs the report to include, one, a detailed analysis of unidentified aerial phenomenon data and intelligence reporting collected or held by the Office of Naval Intelligence, including data and intelligence reporting held by the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force. Two, a detailed analysis of unidentified phenomena data collected by A, geospatial intelligence, B, signals intelligence, C, human intelligence, and D, measurement and signals intelligence. Three, a detailed analysis of data of the FBI, which was derived from investigations of intrusions of unidentified aerial phenomena data over restricted United States airspace. Oh. A detailed description of an interagency process for ensuring timely data collection and centralized analysis of all unidentified aerial phenomena reporting for the federal, federal government, regardless of which service or agency required the information. Five, identification of an official accountable for the process described in paragraph four. And six, identification of potential aerospace or other threats posed by the unidentified aerial phenomena to national security and an assessment of whether this unidentified aerial phenomena activity may be attributed to one or more foreign adversaries. Seven, identification of any incidents or patterns that indicate a potential adversary may have achieved breakthrough aerospace capabilities that could put United States strate strategic or conventional forces at risk. And eight, recommendations regarding increased collection of data, enhanced research and development, and additional funding and other resources. The report shall be submitted in unclassified form, but may include a classified annex. No. <laughs> I mean, and it, I don't know. I feel, so much of that is I feel like... I mean, it's stuff we've heard about. I mean, no. I mean, the thing that, that they're saying, I don't know. It's It's like... They're saying more or less like they want information because of safety reasons, and yeah, and that there's no structured way currently, right? Which, but that's handling. But then all again, you come back to this black vault stuff: is that there have been structured ways of doing it. There have been yeah. structured ways, but what what I feel like from everything that I've read, and then we can talk about what you read on the black vault stuff. But this is from what like what I think from what I was reading it, is that there have been structured ways. They're just not releasing it. 
Because I feel like what happened, again, is what I think, like, after all this Trump stuff and everything, what I think happened is I don't think that any of the, like, really deep UFO stuff is in any way associated with anyone on the front side of government. No, not Senate, not Congress, not the president, not any of those people. Like, if there is any sort of, like, military alien like UFO cover up or anything, it's on some branch of the government that has nothing to do with that. And that yes. they're that, and that they aren't beholden to them either. I feel like it's like such it's like that whole like it's like the men in black. It's like something like that. Mm-hmm. Like because it's like I don't feel like I don't know. I don't feel like that 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 side of the government has any any information at all. Because they're sending in things like that now. So after it's after those videos were released, that's like that is a direct reaction to those ridi- videos released by the government. So these senators, Anton Blanc. So you? these senators saw this and was were like, "Oh, so this is real? Why aren't we researching it? We don't know anything about it." Which like that makes logical sense, like step by step, right? Right. So, yeah, it reminds me. Everything always reminds me of that section in Day After Roswell where he talks about being like, what, doesn't he work it on a naval base? And they're just like, you have to go, like, there was a secret doorway in the one guy's office that led to a secret room with the filing cabinet in it. And that's where he worked. So it was like within the government, but it was like this, he was doing secret work there that like wasn't technically connected to anyone because it couldn't be or it wouldn't like maintain the secrecy. Yeah, well, that's why they tell people different bits of information. So not one person knows everything. That's And even my pappy told me that when he was working on the stealth. Like, he only knew certain parts of it because he was buying parts for it. But other people knew other parts. Not one person knew everything. And even, um, what's his name? Bob Lazar said the same thing. Bob Lazar yeah. was like, we didn't even get to see the aircraft until, or like the, the UFO until they were like, we need to see it. Because we're trying to reverse engineer this engine. And if you don't show it to us, like, we don't, we can't get further than we've already gotten. Like, that was in his book. Yeah, and that's how you can avoid people really saying anything. Because if they're saying just whatever pieces they have, it doesn't really add up right. to anything. Right, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, what did, so what did you find on the, in that article? Because I feel like we both skimmed, like, the same thing and we'll kind of talk about it. Yes. So the the Black Vault stuff is uh, if you go to the blackvault.com, he has all of the the CIA collection on there. And I was going to read the background he gave on this and why it's being released, because I feel like it gives a little information. Yeah, I think that's important. And this is John Greenwald. And he says, below, you will find a collection of CIA related UFO records. The Black Vault's connection to the CIA and getting some of these UFO documents released goes back to 1996. Originally, the CIA would only release about 1,000 pages that had been previously disclosed after a FOIA course, court case in the 1980s. They never addressed the records that were dated in the years after the case. The Black Vault spent years fighting for them, and many were released in the late 90s. However, over time, the CIA made a CD-ROM collection of UFO documents, which looks hilarious, by yes. the way. Yeah, it's, like- it's like, it looks so funny. Like... <laughs> It's got like a print, like they took the time to put it in one of those like CD art maker things and like put a UFO yeah, artwork yeah, on the top like, of it. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> so the graphic, de- it's like a graphic design is my passion joke. Like, <laughs> that's is. what it looks like. It's so good. I should send you the picture so you yeah, can put it on the, the screen for people watching. It, it, it literally looks like graphic design is my passion and aliens. 
graphic design and UFOs are my passion. There you go. Oh, yeah. So, so the CIA made a CD like, collection of UFO documents. Like, they've got their, like, official things on the bottom, but, the, like, someone... Like, their logos? It's like someone at the CIA was, like, <laughs> approved for a release, like... Did the CIA make this one? Gotta get this ready to go. Like, did they make <laughs> they this? Put all the art on it. Okay, here it is, you guys. Please laugh. It's so funny. Like, what? <laughs> it's very good. It's got a little UFO on it. A really blurry, it's very like, picture. Some, But then, like, a bunch of official logos. And the, like, neon green typewriter font, so it looks super X-Files. Yeah, this was released by the CIA, you guys. This, Great. The CIA gave him this CD, right? I believe it. Yeah. I mean, this seems yeah. right. This seems like what I would expect, honestly. <laughs> like, I feel like if it were faked, it would actually not look like that. It would probably look a little this... less weird. Like, yeah, was it made to look fake? It looks like it was made to look fake. Like, and also, who's still, ha- number one, who still uses CDs? Like, why do they give a flash drive? Like, number two. I feel like it's because it's this was put together I bet when this case started, like, in the Oh, 90s, it looks like it. And then they just, like, never, yeah, they, like, never released it. And then they're like, okay, fine, here <laughs> yeah. it is. Like, here it is. It's in this desk drawer somewhere. Yeah, and someone was just like, hee-hee, there's my, like, the X-Files font. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, my gosh. So the CIA made the CD-ROM collection, which encompassed the original records along with the ones that took years to fight for. In an effort to make sure the Black Vault stayed up to date, in mid-2020, the CD-ROM was purchased to have one particular data dump available for all users of the Black Vault. You will find this below for download in its original state, along with a converted searchable PDF format. Although the CIA claims this is their entire collection, there may be no way to entirely verify that. Research by the Black Vault will continue to see if there are additional documents still uncovered within CIA's holdings. (laughs) He does say, he adds, please note, some media channels are reported I filed 10,000 FOIA requests to get these documents. That is untrue. Over the years, there were quite a few, <laughs> but the reference is the Black Vault has filed 10,000 FOIA requests total to amass the 2.2 million pages in this entire archive, not just for the below documents. I've submitted corrections to Vice et al. for that, but have not heard a response yet. And they're working on a video presentation. Oh, that's fun. But the current offerings are 2,780 pages. It's so much. And yes, the information is heavily redacted. Like, there's a lot of stuff that's been blocked out. They've started going through it on the Black Vault and labeling PDF by PDF what the contents are. But there's just so freaking much that they're going through. Yeah, there's a lot. Because, like, I was just, like, we were just reading an article about it and there was a lot. Oh, yes. I was going to read that article because it kind of, yeah. like, I started looking at the different documents, but it's, it would take a lot of time to go through and be like, this is about this. And then there's, there are like follow-up documents to these reports. And this article on the Daily Mail kind of went through and like picked some of them and was like, this is, it talks about this and it goes through this and here's the page so you can see. So I'm using that. I'm cheating a little bit because I was like, this is a lot yeah. of stuff. That's, I mean, that's a lot. I think it said there was like 2 million words or something. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. But I'm going to post these pictures. This one is incredible. This is from the what they released from the CIA. This is a picture of a UFO over these like 1950s cars, which is just so awesome. Cool. It's so cool. Like, and it's the 50s. So like to make something like that, someone would have had to alter a photo or like do, I mean, I don't know. But like, I love the, and that factory like by it. It's so like men in black. Yeah, it's just B. amazing. It's so cool. I hope that some good media comes of 
of this. Like, we should get another Men in Black movie that's better than International. <laughs> Here's another one that they released. This looks like the Tic Tac. I, I hated this one. I don't know what it is. It's out, looks like it's outside a plane window to, or something. Yeah. I don't know. But it looks like the Tic Tac, and it's another really old one. Hate that. I hate the Tic Tac. I hate it. Um, they do really say that this that. is considered part of the release with the coronavirus relief bill, but it's like, oh, is yeah, it? it's considered that, but it sounds like this guy was working on it anyway for a long time. So it's, but right. they're still just kind of like, this is some information we're releasing. Blah. Interesting. Yeah. So, and a lot of these, like I said, there's just the same kind of like TikTok look. TikTok. TikTok. God damn it. That's your fault. It's your fault. I was thinking about TikTok. I'm sorry. I have been sucked into, I have not emerged from the TikTok rabbit hole. It's Kayla's fault. I, have, I still look at it every day and I see some funny stuff on there. It cracks me oh up. Oh my God. Ugh. It does. Um, it does. I wish that I knew how to like make my own and wasn't scared. Maybe I won't be scared. One yeah, day. you should do it. I should, uh, yeah, make TikToks. They're fun. I'm trying to do art uh, ones. It's hard. Yeah. Kika, I wish there were UFO TikToks. That'd be awesome. I bet there are. There could be. So anyway, so there's a couple of really spooky pictures. I still, I just love that. I love that one with the old cars. It's really it's cool. Just, I'm going to leave it up because it's just incredible. It's just like, that's more like a history thing. I'm just like, oh my God, where is, where is like Agent K? Like talking to the yes. pulling the flowers. Oh my gosh. And then I, when I was looking through the stuff, there was this, this little guy. Let me see. And I, I was going to read it to you guys. This was just one of the actual, like, documents I found I thought was interesting. This was in, like, I guess an article. But if you can see on it, it actually says, The Pentagon pundits are at a loss. They who usually are said to communicate regularly with extraterrestrial beings and for whom there are no secrets on our planet, they have until recent, recently, and they, they couldn't find some dude. So this person was like, oh, you can't find this dude. You say you talk to aliens, you can't find this dude. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They say they, they talk to aliens. Ew. Okay. So that was from the actual, like the actual documents that they released. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. So the Daily Mail article says that they, they kind of dove into a couple different sections of it. Hmm. They said an ongoing Daily Mail review of the files has uncovered a bevy of perplexing accounts of mysterious disks tracking across the sky, spewing beams of light across small towns, causing explosions, and even a few claims of military officers confronting aliens that come out of outlandish vehicles. The documents also show correspondence about UFO sightings between CIA officers and members of the military. Sometimes the officials brush off observers' stories as purely superstitious, even when another explanation isn't clear. But in other instances, the officers show genuine concern that perhaps something dangerous is at play. One of the earliest records describes a 1952 meeting where top U.S. intelligence and military officials discussed forming a coalition to study an alarming increase in UFO sightings. That coalition, led by the Air Force and dubbed Project Blue Book, would go on to review thousands of sightings at home and abroad to determine whether there was a reason to fear something other than America's Cold War enemies. Interesting. On August 11th, 1952, a group of U.S. military leaders got together to discuss the CIA's plans to launch a research project on flying saucers. Minutes from the meeting were recorded in a report, the Black Vault do Dossier, describing how the CIA wanted to run the project through its physics and electronics division after a sudden uptick in UFO sightings around the world. The document was annotated by an unidentified individual, and it so there's like a document here that 
are minutes of the Branch Chiefs meeting, 11th of, 11th of August, 1952. Huh. It's very hard to read. That's the other problem. Okay, here we go. They typed it out for me. Mr. Sullivan opened the meeting by saying that a project is to be started in the P&E division on flying saucers. It was suggested by Dr. Odorenko that the project be set up to maintain the file to establish outside contacts on such matters and to build up to date knowledge on the illegible scribble to permit the division and office to take a stand and formulate an opinion as might be required. It says that ATIC, which refers to the Air Technical Intelligence Center at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Ohio, has the job of finding out about these flying saucers and keeping records. Under the meeting minutes transcribed with a typewriter, there is a section for distribution. A handwritten note states, where so many flying saucers have been reported of late, although Mr. Strong knew many people there and tracked the area extensively, no unusual phenomena were ever mentioned or seen. The venture discussed during that meeting would go on to be called Project Blue Book, according to Air Force archives. It was the third project of its kind, following behind others called Grudge and Sign. So the two main goals of Project Blue Book, according to these documents, were to determine if UFOs were a threat to national security and to scientifically analyze UFO-related data. The project was officially terminated in 1969 after the Condon Report, based on thousands of sightings compiled by the project, concluded that there was nothing abnormal about UFOs. Interesting. So that lasted from the 50s to the late 60s. So see, that did exist. Yeah. Yeah, Project Blue Book is very, like, people have talked a lot about Project. Like, Project Blue Book has been a, a popular topic to talk about. And I guess some of a lot of the stuff from this dump is from Project Blue Book, is it? Yeah, it seems like at least a chunk of it. It goes through like the minutes of its creation. And then I don't know if it reaches to when it was terminated, but this article does say that it was terminated in 1969 after the hmm. Condon Report, which was kind of like the closure where they were, they determined that based upon thousands of sightings that there was nothing abnormal. So I'm right. guessing... They realize they they determined that there was no threat there. They're just sightings would be my guess because the whole point of Project Blue Book was to determine the threat of them, right? Yeah. Well, and to like to look at it because it was during that time when like flying saucers were just like super popular. Mm-hmm. And I think it was also just it was right after Roswell too. So I mean, all of that would have just been like a reason for them to start it. Mm-hmm. I'm confused by the. Uh, nothing abnormal about them i'm like i'm sorry has this become normal that you see giant tic tacs in the sky (laughs) yeah excuse me yeah so the daily mail article goes on to kind of touch on some significant things that they found in their review so i figured we could talk about a couple of these because they're very terrible yeah uh so there's one that says, many of the documents included in the Black Vault archive describe UFO sightings in the former Soviet Union, but there's one that was particularly detailed. An article from Moscow's Trude newspaper dated January 30th, 1985, describes how an airline crew en route from Rostov, Russia to Tallinn, Estonia, came upon what they perceived to be a UFO about 120 kilometers from Minsk, Belarus at about 4 a.m., The article dramatically recounts the incident from the perspective of the crew. Glancing over his portion of the sky, the co-pilot noticed a large star that was not flickering on his upper right. But this is no star. This yellow speck, the size of a five-kopec coin, stretched out along the edges. No matter, he told himself calmly. Refraction of light in the atmosphere or something else. A very thin beam of light emerged from the speck and fell vertically down to the ground itself. 
The pilot nudged his three comrades in the cockpit, and they watched as the beam of light suddenly opened up, turning into a luminous cone. A second cone emerged, wider, then a third one, broad and quite bright. The pilot recommended that they report the sight to the ground, but the commander stopped him, unsure of how they would even describe it. The men estimated that the object was only about 40 to 50 kilometers away. The co-pilot pulled out a paper to draw it before the beam of the projector rose from the ground and focused on the aircraft. The commander was still hesitating. Should he report what is taking place or not? But something that put an end to his doubts happened here. The white spot flashed up and a green cloud emerged in its place. The commander recalled seeing the object rush towards his plane before it suddenly disappeared. Well, now they will say that we weren't in our right minds. The article goes on to describe the crew's conversations with dubious ground controllers. It concludes with a statement from N.A. Zeltukin, deputy chairman of the Commission on Aerodynamic Phenomena, who said, The commission is conducting a systemic, systematic study of UFO st- sightings over the territory of the Soviet Union. However, we have to note that, regrettably, all the accounts which we have at our disposal suffer from being one-sided or fragmentary to a degree, one degree or another. Huh. I hate it. Yeah, and a lot of them were from Russia? Yeah, that's what they said. They said that there were quite a few in this report, which I guess, like, maybe that's just because they were focusing in that area, like the CIA collecting that because they were trying to figure out also if there was some sort of foreign government threat associated with them. So it would be my guess that the reason they focused on gathering intelligence there was for that reason. Hmm. Yeah, that one was weird. A lot of them are really weird, but like also similar. It's like airplanes seeing them. Yeah. And I know that they said that there were some saying like that there were like direct contact ones, but I didn't see any of those. Did you find any of those ones? There's one where a Swedish pilot spots a metallic object flying at the speed of sound. Um, they talk about information being hand-delivered to a scientist for review in 76. That one's heavily redacted. Right. I, there, yeah, there's a lot that are redacted. This is one that's a little different. In another report, CIA officials discussed the possibility that UFOs were behind a mysterious blast in the oh, small yeah. Russian town of Sasavo. No. Sasavo. About 400 kilometers west, southwest of Moscow in 91, residents reported seeing a fiery sphere descend from the sky before a shockwave tore through the town, leveling an entire block. The report said investigators had failed to come to a conclusion about the cause of the explosion, leaving open the possibility of UFOs. It states, some people are talking about munitions left buried since the last war, while others claim that a powerful bomb fell. A third group blame hmm. it on a meteorite, and a fourth group blame UFOs. There are people who supposedly saw a moving, fiery sphere. Yeah, interesting. Hate that. Some of them were identified. So some were, like, some different things were identified as meteorites or whatever. And that, I think that Russia one, they even said that they, despite what people, like, in the village said, they couldn't fully identify it as a meteorite or whatever. So. Mm-hmm. I don't like uh, fiery balls descending no, from no. the sky. Don't like that. Mm-mm, don't like it. They they do interview Greenwald as well, and they talk. He talks about how difficult it was to get this information from yeah. the CIA. But he said it says Greenwald began investigating the U.S. government's research on UFOs, uh, like you said, when he was just 15 years old in 1996. Yeah, when he started it. Yeah. Yeah. I re- I feel it. Yeah, I'm glad that you remember this too because yeah. I was like, I super feel like this has been around forever. I definitely remember it because I remember 
in like high school, like looking through, looking through all of the documents and so much was redacted. And I was like, I can't even see these. Like they're just yeah. like so small. <laughs> and then the text you get is like a lot of jargon. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a lot of that government legalese. That's just mm-hmm. hard. It's hard. It's hard to read. He does say around 20 years, I had fought for years to get additional UFO records released from the CIA. It was like pulling teeth. I went around and around with them to try and do so, finally achieving it. I received a large box of a couple thousand pages, and I had to scan them in one page at a time. Wow. The dossier contains both the records that Greenwald requested and others that the CIA had already released publicly and compiled into a CD, which Black Vault purchased last year. In a blog post, Greenwald noted that while the CIA claims it has released all of those documents, there's no way to verify, which is the one that we read. In a Twitter thread on Tuesday... He explained how the records available at the CIA's website are incomplete, despite the agency giving the illusion that everything is there. He posted screen grabs of a CIA site search, which produced 415 results for UFO-related FOIA requests, compared to the 713 files in the Black Vault. Greenwald also emphasized how the CIA releases its record in a format that is far from (laughs) user-friendly. Yeah. Yeah, none (laughs) of it is user-friendly. It's all all really difficult to look at. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he says, like, he, he feels like they do that on purpose because it's just, like, any researchers prefer to have their things accessible, and it is not accessible to ha- present someone with a multi-page TIFF, which is what the CIA did. They were like, here you go. Here's the largest file type we could possibly give you that is not searchable. Right. So you're just going to have to figure it out and retype it and whatever. I mean... I feel like that might be just like to spite this guy. It's like, you want to learn about aliens? Here you go. Yep. Yeah. And then at the end here, they talk about the deadline. Of course, we have under six months for them to release that. The director of national intelligence and the secretary of defense have just under six months to release the information after a stipulation in the committee comment section of the Intelligence Authorization Act for fiscal year 2021. The Senate Intelligence Committee's directive said that the report should be unclassified, but it can contain a classified annex. Therefore, it is unlikely to reveal the discovery of extraterrestrial life reaching Earth. It does, however, state that the report must contain detailed analysis of UFO data and intelligence collected by the Office of Naval Intelligence, the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force, and the FBI. So they can still, obviously, not release everything, basically, is what it boils down to. And then they kind of talk about those Tom DeLonge videos. Yeah. Because I do really feel like those are the things that triggered a lot of this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. at least, like, people looking at it in more of a, in more of a, an official light than just, like, oh, haha, aliens, whatever. Right. Yeah. Cause, and, and it's interesting because, like you said, these documents aren't things we haven't seen before. But I feel like, yeah, that those videos made people realize, like, oh, actually... Rather than brushing this these types of things off, maybe we should treat them as if they are a bit more serious. But I feel like that it all goes back to that concept that the government, when first discovering UFOs and aliens, way back when in the 50s or whenever, mm-hmm. decided to make it sound like it was crazy mm-hmm. to, to like discredit anyone oh, that, who yeah. believes in it. That and was so dis- we that still was, have that mindset. Yeah, that was disinformation for sure. Like, that was just to get people to be like, oh, yeah, ha ha, so funny. And, like, instead of, like, when you see something like this, like, instead of panicking, everyone's just like, oh, no, that's not real. I must be hallucinating. Right. And I feel like we we still, like, that mindset is so heavily ingrained into literally everyone. You are 
born like watching media. Mm-hmm. It's a movie. You, it's fiction. It's Spe- not real. Speaking of that, there's another. I actually, I was just tooting around on the Black Vault because I was looking Ooh. at those information things. And I was like, I just want to, I saw this article and I had to click on it. And it's called a 2021 budget document wants extraterrestrial preparedness for religion removed. So this is, yeah, this is an official document from the Trump administration and being a Republican administration, Republican administrations are always trying to cut budgets. So uh, because of taxes and all of that. Mm -hmm. And so this is a, this is a, uh, in the budget for America's future for fiscal year 2021, President Trump's official, oh, only a few more days, President Trump's <laughs> official management and budget outline of wasteful and unnecessary spending. On page 14 of the document, the document makes reference to a fund to funding going towards preparing religions for discovering extraterrestrial life. So in this paragraph, it says, all federal spending should provide a necessary public service and serve a clear national interest. American taxpayers deserve a government that is not spending taxpayer dollars to support a Muppet retrospect spectacle in New Zealand. I don't know what that is. Or millions mm-hmm. to prepare religions for discovering extraterrestrial life, which are real and unfortunate examples of wasteful spending. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, what? Hold on. What is that part? That hold little on. Mid- middle part? <laughs> So literally, the government has or had a program to prepare religions for discovering extraterrestrial life. Doesn't that mean we've already discovered it? Yeah, and then it says, which are real and we shouldn't talk about. I mean, they're just like, we don't need to spend this money. And I'm like, wait, go back. Go (laughs) back. They're real, so we don't need to spend money. That needs to go to the rich people. Yeah, and then so here's another. So they did some more research from 2017. And then there's another document of a Congress congressional record. That says in one of the paragraphs, a $1 million NASA project is preparing the world's religions for the possible discovery of extraterrestrial life. That's suspicious. So that was a real program. And they just glossed over the, like... Which are real. Yeah. And we shouldn't spend money on this. They just glossed over (laughs) it, like... Like, we shouldn't be spending money on this. I'm like, why? What? What? (laughs) Like, where did that come from? Why were we spending money on this? Who? Like... Yeah. Wow. Wow. So anyway, I thought that was really interesting. So maybe they were preparing it and everyone, and they were just like, nah, just let them figure it out. Too much money. Yeah. Who cares? Well, like that mixed with those released videos mixed with all that other stuff. I'm just like, this is a lot. This is a lot at once from, from literally after like what, 75, 70 years. Yeah. 70 years of nothing. Yeah. From like, like Roswell in the fifties to now. Well, that's, that's what's bonkers to me is like throughout the years, we've gotten bits and pieces and we've seen things and we've seen videos and we've seen photos. And obviously we've seen a lot of fake things. Like I will never forget <laughs> when we looked at crop circles and the weed alien crop circle. <laughs> the weed Definitely alien. Definitely not real. The weed alien. It was alien. a weed alien. Wait. But there well, are real things on, in I'm there and we, we won't take them seriously. The weed. <laughs> Oh my god. The weed alien crop circle. <laughs> There's more than one. There's more Not than real, one though. weed crop circle. There's more than one. I want to believe, but I don't believe. Oh my god, this one's I want amazing. to believe the aliens are living that 420 life, but... 420! <laughs> Look at it! The devil's lettuce <laughs> alien. <laughs> I want to believe that's real, but the aliens. What, the, what if it is? What if the aliens are just flying by and they're like, you know, it would really get them just some some, <laughs> just weed, some weed weed graffiti, and they're just like, yeah, man, and then like they they just keep going. 
Let's keep on moving on. Is there some like delinquent teen aliens just yeah. dropping some weed yeah. graffiti? <sighs> the funniest but, thing is like, why is he smoking a Gandalf pipe? Like, whatever. I know. <laughs> why whatever. not? Why not? That's why I think it was aliens. They were just like, got him. Got him. Got him. Got him. <laughs> oh my gosh. But it's just, I don't know. I I have so many feelings about the fact that like the government, I don't know. They, uh, I don't trust the government. I don't do that. Yeah. And I mean, no, I feel like no one does. And that's one of our problems with society right now. Yeah. We don't trust cops. We don't trust the government. Like who can we trust? At this point, like, I don't trust myself. I don't mean I don't trust myself anyway for oh mental gosh. health reasons. But, like... Well, I trust you. I trust you. <laughs> well, I trust you. So I guess we can just, like, we just never listen to anything else. That's fair. But then that's, I... how you, that's how you start getting, like, groups of people that turns into cults. It's oh. all bad. We would have a fun cult, though. Yeah, it's true. Just be like, let's worship the weed alien. The weed alien? <laughs> but it's... I don't... How can you trust... The government when there was a whole campaign to discredit i mean there's constant manipulation coming from there like you d- believing in aliens is crazy that means you're crazy you're insane yeah and, but, now they're, and meanwhile they're, they're like here like, you go yeah here you go it's like, real uh-huh. lol here's a video of like a ufo and we're gonna call it something different because like for however many thousands like not that i mean for however many years we told you that it was a joke and haha, and don't talk about it. But now here's an actual video. We're calling it unidentified aerial phenomenon because we call it UFO. We sound silly because we told you you sound silly. So now here's a video. Yeah, they're like, oh, how do we back out of this? Like, yeah. and still seem cool. And I'm like, you can't. You I can't. <laughs> you you literally can't. <sighs> also, everyone in the chat is saying that this is actually a cult, and I'm like, no, everyone. <laughs> no, we. It's a, a club. What's a <laughs> Is Boy Scouts a cult? I don't know. No. <laughs> Is Girl Scouts a cult? Because yeah. you just the cult of cookies. Yeah, we are. We're non-gendered scouts. Exactly. So we already have a one. It's a movement. Yeah, it's a movement, <laughs> not a cult. Sorry, I was just trying to find more weed aliens. <laughs> there was just a weed leaf. There's just one that was just a weed leaf. Ugh, amazing. There's one with a bunch of yin yang symbols, and I'm like, the okay, the aliens that came by and put a yin yang symbol in a field were also douchebags. <laughs> There's like, oh, some ridiculous ones. But then I remember that like you have that medieval newspaper, or whatever that where the guy was like, my field caught on fire, and like that one may have been faked, but I felt like it was real. It's I just think so. I, I yeah, know. there are. I think there are real ones. Where, like, the crops don't grow back. Yes, and where there was radiation yeah, in the Yeah, where soil. there was radiation and, like, things like that. But a lot of these are just really, really dumb and clearly done by people. And are and, weed-shaped. And especially if they're weed-shaped. <laughs> Though, I, I, I beg, I beg to be proven wrong. I beg it to be real aliens that as soon as, like, like disclosure happens, the aliens, like, land on the White House lawn and just leaves behind a weed leaf. <laughs> They're just like, we've just been chilling. This is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. The only ones who just end up revealing themselves to us are the ones that are just high. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I want to actually, I really want to talk to you about a movie I watched that has an alien in it, but it would spoil the whole movie. No. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't. Well, what movie is it? If I tell you what movie it is, it'll spoil the whole movie because you wouldn't think an alien was in it. God damn it. <laughs> 
But then Never I won't mind. watch I've, the movie I've, unless I know there's an alien in it. I've put myself in a government hole right now because <laughs> I shouldn't have led into that discussion like that. Never mind, everyone. <laughs> okay. There's a movie I watched recently. Okay. Which one? I want to watch it. Tell me. Okay. Do you want me to tell you about it? Tell me. Okay. <laughs> I've watched a bunch of movies recently. Um, the one I watched was The Dead Don't Die, which oh. has Bill Murray and Adam Driver in it. That's why you watched it. Yeah, you know that's why. <laughs> and it's about zombies. But there's but Tilda Swinton is in it. And the whole movie, I was like, Tilda Swinton <laughs> seems like she's an alien. And then at the end, she was an alien. Spoilers. Spoilers. That movie makes no sense. It's very strange. I actually keep thinking about it. And I don't know if I would recommend anyone watch it. But you should watch it. Okay. But they break the fourth wall. And it's very strange. And that's rambly. Weird. weird. And yeah, it's... It's very strange. Lots of inside jokes. Hmm. But yes, I watched that. And then I also watched a movie on Amazon Prime about a haunted house. I think it was like the ha- the between house or the in-between house. Have you seen that one come up for you? No. There's this house this lady lives in where a ball falls down the stairs. And also everyone feels uncomfortable in it. And they determined it was maybe haunted. Oh. So the ball. Where did the ball come from? The, they would set a ball on the stairs and sometimes it would just fall down the stairs. That's asking to be scared. Like, I don't set up objects and I'm like, hey, just so you know, if there's a ghost in here, knock it off, okay? <laughs> like, yeah, just don't, don't, don't just knock so it off. They would put stuff in the stairs and it would fall down. And I'm like, I don't know if this is an, if this, an alien, if this is a ghost or like, it's, I don't know, the, the environment. Yeah. But they also had a theory that perhaps aliens were involved because she would wake up in the middle of the night to like flashing lights sometimes. Ah! So... That's no. how I'm going to connect this to aliens. Sorry for my tangent. I'm feeling very no. punchy right now. No, no, it's good. I enjoy I enjoy our tangents. I think that's why we maintain viewership on this show is that people enjoy when sometimes we go on tangents. Well, about please aliens, go watch that movie. Adam Driver. Don't judge me. <laughs> well, yeah, that was all I, I got that weird religion thing. I... Really honest, I didn't go to the forums. I was going to go to the forums and I was just like, can I handle this much like early 2000s internet right now? I know. I tried to find some forum posts, but it seemed, I mean, it just came out, like the Black Vault just released that this week. So I don't think that there's going to be enough. I couldn't find anything just from a quick cursory glance. I basically found some articles where people were like, this happened and these are the high points. But I think if we give it some more time, and give people time to like really dig into it. I think we'll get some more interesting things. And they could do the work so we don't have to. And that's that's how yeah. I feel about that. Well, in be- I mean like that that's a hardcore research project. Like going yes. through a lot of stuff like that. That's that's not easy. Like and I feel like um that there's someone who's going to get a lot of joy out of doing that. <laughs> so, yeah. we'll wait until they do that. Not me, because I don't have the time, but I appreciate the people that do. Yeah. But yeah, but it's a really interesting website. And if you guys, again, if any of you spooky scouts feel like going in there and going through it, there's a lot of stuff to go through, and you could find fun gems of information. For sure. Like, I feel like it, that is, if, you, if you're the kind of person that likes going through a lot of data and finding weird stuff, like, go for it. And I think that they could use people to do that, because, like, they're trying, like I mentioned earlier, all these PDFs, they're, like, on a table... And then next to the PDF that you can individually download, it tells you what it's about. Yeah. So, 
like being able to summarize some of that stuff is very useful. I just Antarctic flying saucers in 1965 over Deception Island. Wait, what? Real place? Deception Island. Deception. That's in in Washington. Can I move there? It's here. What? There's Deception Pass. It's like up north. I'm pretty sure. Oh no, no, no. This this is the Deception Island in 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 Antarctica. Oh, we have a Deception Island here. It must be a common thing to name an island for some reason. I'm zooming out on the map. Yeah, that's Antarctica. Let me tell you, we need to talk about Antarctica, edge of the world, scary stuff, because that stuff freaks me out. Like, oh, when yeah, people are you should going read on the, the book that Ernest Shackleton wrote about traveling there. Like, it's a real story. I will cry. It was on like a tall ship. I will cry. Yeah, it was because, like, it's like, like a real old story about about them going to Antarctica and their ship like crashing and stuff. It's and how like the noises that the ice makes are just totally terrifying. I have, like, this vague idea of a a comic I want to do at some point where there's, like, an Antarctic exploration and they get there and there's, like, a hole in the ground. No. And when they look down there, I'm pretty sure that's just in the Mountain of Madness. Oh, is it? Because, like, I just, I think about this. I think I had a dream about it. No. Where you look down the hole and they see, like, some of their own equipment and someone, like, goes down the hole and ends up coming back out the hole and then they, like, time traveled. Ah! I don't know. I have lots of ideas. No, that's just the... I mean, that's, no, that's different. That's a horrible dream. But the Cthulhu story, like, and the Mountain of Madness or whatever is about Antarctica. And like Shackleton, someone goes there, but they find, like, horrible eldritch monsters there underground. Like, I I hope, I truly hope that whenever something emerges from the ice, it's Encino Man. But I really think it's going to be an eldritch horror. Encino (laughs) Man. Like, wouldn't that be great? Yes. Oh, gosh. Yes, it would be great. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I like I said, I think a lot of this stuff is coming out because so many bonkers things are going on. And they're just like, how can we slip this other bonkers stuff under the radar? Whoop, well, there you go. Put it in there with like with with uh Trump's whatever is because everyone's just like he's not doing anything right now. He's just leaving and golfing. Gosh, I can't wait. Until he moves out. Apparently, I thought that they were already showing pictures of him moving out, but I think he's going to move out like Wednesday morning. And I'm like, of course you are. Yeah. It's, it's a, please, just no more violence. No more that. Like, I just, I just want to, I just want to, just want some calm time. Let's get some vaccines and some calm and have a nice summer. Like, maybe I can get a vaccine. Everyone get a vaccine and like, we can go places again and go to the beach. Someday. See an alien. <laughs> I'm ready for some plain old boring politics. Can we just have a, a presidential tenure where it's just boring politics? Yeah, I mean, Biden's really boring. So hopefully he do great. Yeah, just wear your sunglasses. Be like, that's right. My 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 granddaughter. She told me about all this stuff. That's told bad. me about the TikTok. You told me about the TikTok. You <laughs> <laughs> told me about the TikTok. It's fine. I grandpa's fine. I'm fine with grandpa. Oh, grandpa. Yeah, I, yeah, not a Doc Martin. Same. Just let me not have to panic check the news at 4 a.m. Yeah, that's why we're all tired. Like we haven't been not in a state of panic for yeah. like uh, almost a full year. It's true. Flumpton Brown's bottom. You're correct. He is boring, but he has t- and he has two wonderful poppers. It's true. I know he's gonna have. There's gonna be dogs in the White House skin, which is very barring great. a like crippling anxiety or not anxiety uh, allergy. Like, I get worried about people that don't have any pets. And I was like, mm, Trump has no pets. 
It's a little weird. I agree. I agree with that. It's a little weird. I agree with that. Yeah. Question for you. They're going to get a cat. Jury says they're going to get a cat. Oh. That's good. That's good. Everyone loves cats. Are they going to adopt a cat? So there's an adopted cat. They adopted their their dog. I know. Yeah. They have an adopted cat and an adopted dog. No. That's adorable. Okay. Question for you. What do you feel like could possibly be released that people would universally believe aliens were real? Because at this point, we've seen the government release videos of mm-hmm. UFOs. We've seen these documents released. And people still, I still like, it feels like people still don't believe it. But I would consider this proof. So what do you feel like would need to be released from the government for people to be like, it's Independence Day. Everybody run in the streets. Like, I, I, mean, I, I honestly feel like that the the misinformation of it just being a hoax or whatever is too strong. Like, I feel like other, like, because we already had, I don't even know how long ago it was, but I remember watching it, the Disclosure Project. So, mm-hmm. like, we've had a lot of things like that. So I feel like we've had people come out and say they're here. We've seen them. We've seen ships. We've seen... Like, we've seen evidence of it. Like, and even this this book that I think we're going to talk about next week. I, I think oh, yeah, I get, did mine I think, ship? I think it comes out on the 18th. We might not get it soon enough. I'm not sure. Then we're going to talk about this uh, this object that flew by Earth that this, this Harvard professor said was an extraterrestrial machine. Like, he said that it was a machine. Like, he said that it was a an, an object that wasn't just a rock. Like, it had a trajectory. It sped up. Like, weird yeah. stuff like that. So, like... And that's a Harvard professor. And it's like, are people yeah. going to believe it? It comes out on the 26th. Yeah. So, we'll talk about it after that. What's it called again? It's, uh... It is called Extraterrestrial, The First Sign of Intelligent Life Beyond Earth. Yeah. It's on Amazon. If you want to pre-order it, we're going to... We're going to do a... Yeah. Oumuamua is what it was called, but we're going to do like a book club. Yeah. We're going to do a book book club and, and read it. I feel like the only thing people are going to believe is if they literally walk outside and it's Independence Day. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like, yeah, I, I feel like that too. I feel like until, again, until the weed aliens land on the White House lawn and that's it. Like, I don't, I really don't think, like... I really don't think it's going to happen. And, like, that's a good example Occultist Obscura said in chat, is people still disbelieved Galileo, even though they could have just pointed a telescope and seen for themselves. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I think, especially with social media and how easy it is for people to get sucked into non-truths and lies and misinformation, I feel like it's going to take a lot more than just that. But I mean, if you're into UFOs and you you keep track of that kind of stuff, like this is great for us because yeah. this is exciting for us who've been like wondering for years and being a like a fan of UFO pop culture and stuff like that to actually see legitimate information being released without people laughing at it. Yeah, like, it feels people- great. I'm like Yeah. Because it's like it's it's fascinating and it's interesting and I feel like Eventually, they probably will just come out with stuff and say, hey, we don't know what this is. We're monitoring it. And that will be it. And people who don't believe or whatever are just not going to change their stance. They're just going to be like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, or the, oh, they'll say it's a foreign government. Like, mm-hmm. it's just there's so many ways to get around it, you know? Well, like Jerry said, people still deny COVID is real. And it's true. It's like, no matter what happens, I guess, like, 
an alien could be in the sky over your house and you're gonna be like this is fake this supposed to be a play of light like yeah i i don't want to hope for independence day but wouldn't that be neat except for like the death part <laughs> I could have been at a barbecue. that would yeah i mean i think having i would love like some sort of like concrete proof to just happen a non-dangerous, non-lethal, obviously, like, maybe bring us a cure for cancer or, like, something cool, you know? But, like, is it, like, what about, I don't know. I still think that, like, Earth is just, like, a a reserve and they're just coming here and, like, looking at us. Yeah, and for sure. They're just coming here and being like, why look at those dummies and then just taking off. Yeah. Like, that one, the one dude said, like, there's an intergalactic federation and they're like, no thanks. Yeah, yeah. We good. We good. Yeah, These people like, don't look very useful. They're not going to contribute. Yeah, the zoo theory that we're just like a we're a backwoods planet that doesn't have any of the stuff that they have, and they like to come look at us and be like, "Look at these! Look at these! Look at these dummies! Look at them!" Well, we're just look the at them planet. setting up bombs. <laughs> we're the planet that Archer stops at and like fucks around on and then leaves, but. Yeah. You know, they're they're honoring the prime directive and unlike unlike Archer. Yeah. But yeah, we're just we're just a primitive planet that perhaps is not going to make it and we're gonna destroy <laughs> it. It is own literally the plot of Mass Effect, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh man. Existential dread incoming. Ugh. It's true. Uh shall we read some stories? Yeah. Let's see. Existential dread. Pause. Story pause. time. Pause that. Story time. It's time for fact or fiction. We will be reading chilling tales submitted from the community and guessing. Are these fact, fiction, or somewhere in between? Use your best spooky scout skills to determine the truth. Do you have a scary story to tell? You can submit them to us at SpookySaturdayStories at gmail.com to have them read on the show. Just make sure to include if they are fact or fiction and your name. This one's pretty long. Do you want me to delve into this one? Yeah. Yeah, go for it. And definitely make sure to let us know if they are fact or fiction and if they're not we're just gonna guess and not know the answer because maybe did that ever happen in the show where they're just like we just don't know the answer no to they're this. always like this happened on the east it's coast. real it's and, real in maine in it's maine, always yeah. in maine or somewhere, boston somewhere just like it just an extremely vague comment that does not give me any information if it was real or not the midwest somewhere in the midwest all right even though this happened to me when I was 15 years old, I can still remember it when I closed my eyes. First, let me give you some context as to where this happened to me. My family has a summer house in what used to be a forest that over the years was completely deforested and transformed into a town. When this happened to me, there was still a kilometer of forest between my family's house and the house of those who would be my best friends until that summer. Strange things always happen in that place, not specifically in my house, but in the whole sector from sounds easily attributable to the wood of the house to objects that were nailed to the wall of a closed room appearing in the morning on the dining room table. So not only for my family, but for all the people in the sector, weird things became almost normal. So for me and my friends, the subject aroused interest rather than fear. 
All that changed one night in which a string of strange things happened to us as a group. The first thing that happened was that while at my friend's house, a friend and his girlfriend saw some shadows disappear behind some towels, which the rest of the group believed because, as I said, this kind of thing was somewhat recurrent. Is that a moist ghost? A moist ghost. <laughs> it needs to dry off. <sighs> then all of the dogs in the sector began to bark and howl in a desperate way, including my friend's pet who tried to break the fence to escape. Oh, no. Not even five minutes later, a red light appeared over the forest between my house ah! and my friend's house. No! At first, we thought it was a military flare. Military exercises and training are carried out in the area. But we realized that the light was not moving. We started to joke that it was a UFO, which was funny until the light moved extremely fast in a pattern similar to a Z and disappeared into the forest. No! That was the moment when the realization that I would have to cross that forest alone in the middle of the night to go home hit me. <laughs> I think it's the only time I've ever begged on my knees for something in my life. No matter how much I begged, they didn't want to let me stay at their house that night. Friends who were in the house were a boy and his girlfriend, his two sisters, his three female cousins, his mother and grandmother. Of course, there was no way they would allow me to spend the night at their house. Now this is what happened to me. What made me not talk to my friends again? What prevented me from returning to that place until they literally devastated what was left of the forest ten years later? I walked home alone on the brink of a panic attack. From the moment I entered the forest, I felt observed but attributed the fear I was feeling. But when I had crossed a small ravine near the end of the forest, everything went to hell. When I was reaching the other shore, I realized that there was a red light in front of me. Imagine a bright red soccer ball floating, just cutting the way it was supposed to go. Like any normal human being, my reaction was, nope, I'm out. I turned around with the intention of going back to my friend's house. There was another red light behind me. I don't know how long it will have, would have been following me. I just froze. I threw myself to the ground in a position similar to one should take in case your plane is falling, covering my ears and crying. I felt intense heat on my back, but I did not dare to open my eyes until the sensation of heat disappeared and I realized I had peed myself. When I opened my eyes, the lights were gone. I tried to move, but I couldn't stop shivering until I saw the lights again in the direction where I came from. I ran like I never had or have done again in my life. I didn't look back, but suddenly the light behind me became so bright that I could see the shade in the middle of the night. This is a, rur a rural area with no light. That was the point where my brain left all kinds of rationality aside, and instead of following the path, I ran through other people's private lands at the exit of the forest. Branches, bushes, even barbed wire ran in the middle of, ran through all of it without looking back. When I finally got home, I was a mess covered in cuts, pine resin, and pee. I wanted to tell my family what happened, but I was physically and emotionally exhausted. Frankly, it was impossible for me to put together a coherent sentence. My grandmother helped me disinfect my wounds. No. I don't remember when I fell asleep, but woke up in my bed the next morning. When they asked me what had happened, I lied. I said that I had fought with my friend, that we cut ourselves with the barbed wire while we were fighting, and that I had stained with urine trying to pee in the dark of the forest that day. I went to the city with my aunt, with the excuse of having to get vaccinated for tetanus. The truth is, I just wanted to be as far away as possible from that place. When I turned 25, I drunkenly confessed what had happened to one of my cousins. He was the one who finally convinced me to return to the summer house, assuring me that the forest no longer existed and that we would go uh, at the daytime. At first, everything was fine until I saw that ravine again. I don't remember much of what happened after that, but my cousin says that between him and his now wife, they had to physically stop me to prevent me from escaping through other people's yards. Oh my god. 
That was the last time I visited that house. I have told this to four people, but only my cousin and his wife believe me after seeing a 25-year-old piss his pants and run off in the direction of barbed wire in complete and utter panic. Today I'm 33 years old. I never saw my ex-friends again. I've destroyed my two most important emotional relationships for telling what happened to me. I suffer from night terrors and I don't usually sleep more than three to four hours at a time. My back fills with blisters when I expose it to the sun for more than half an hour. No! And the only way I can get this off my chest is anonymously because at the end of the day, the person who wants to believe the most that this never really happened is me. That's horrible. That's terrible. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> That's horrible. So they had like effects of being exposed, like to whatever yeah. they were uh, exposed to. Whoever sent that in, um, I believe you. And also, I, assuming this is true, I believe it's true and I believe yeah. you. And also, I would like to know more. Right? Uh, especially about this blister situation. Because yeah. that seems interesting. And That's like maybe wild. you should get some tests done. That's assuming so this wild. All true. I mean, I believe it's true. Yeah, this sounds, I mean, this sounds like a fact to me. This, I mean, if anything, it's, it's too scary. Too scary for me. Too scary. Wow. Yeah, it does. Sound, oh, uh, Doc Martin said it sounds kind of like some accounts I've heard of Brazilian UFOs. Interesting. Definitely sounds Ooh. like that red light sounds like the Rendlesham Forest one, too. Oh, God. And like two, one of them like in front of you and one behind. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm, no, but that sounds like that really sounds like the Rendlesham Forest incident. Yeah. So like because that was also in a little patch of forest like that, which is, is very similar. And it was a red light and they came across it on the ground. That story, like the Rendlesham Forest one with the symbol still freaks me out. It is. It's freaky. Like the fact that they like copied the symbols off the thing and it was like, lo bye. I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Yes. Nope. Uh, sorry, everyone. We don't have the answer to if this is fact or fiction, but I'm going with the belief that it's fact. And this one took place. I fully support you, anonymous. And I'm sorry yeah. that people didn't believe you. Yeah. Send you. We send you all the virtual hogs and chickens. Yes. With little hearts. Ooh Ugh. man. Yeah. Don't like it. Don't like mm-mm, it. Okay. Mm-mm. Here's our next story. Are you ready? Yes. This one's much shorter, but who knows? Maybe just as frightening. Uh, My name is Shelby. This happened back in the summer of 2005 when I was 15 years old. I was sitting on my grandparents' porch one night, talking on their cordless phone with a friend. (laughs) Remember that. Cordless (laughs) phones. Uh, My grandparents live in a rural area where there's a large clearing of trees and you can see a large expanse of the sky with little to no light pollution from the porch. As I was chatting with my friend and stargazing with the porch lights off, I suddenly saw a strange object high in the sky. At first, I thought it was an airplane because of the rhythmically flickering lights on the object. However, it was moving too quickly and erratically to be an airplane. When I told my friend about it and pointed up at the sky, a moment later the lights on the object flickered off and the object zipped away into the horizon at an impossibly high speed. To this day, I wonder if someone or something piloting the object realized that I'd seen it and fled to avoid further detection. Hmm. Interesting. That's an interesting way to look at it. Ooh, cordless fans. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a fact to me. That sounds like a typical UFO encounter. Sounds like a typical day back in the cordless phone The cordless phone deck. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a typical day back with those cordless phones. Sometimes I miss having a landline. Like, sometimes I'm like, wouldn't that be fun? I would love to go outside and not have any way for anyone to contact me. Yes. 
Exactly. And it's like, okay, if you want to call me, call my landline and leave, leave me a, a message. message. I'll get to it. Yeah. Leave me a message. Also, I can't get on the internet when I'm on the phone. That also sounds nice. Can we go <laughs> back to that? Yeah. That'll, that'll both of those sound nice, actually. What do you think? Fact or fiction? Yeah. I mean, I said fact. Like, it just you said fact? Like a UFO, okay. A regular, like, sighting, you know, if there can be such a thing. Well, Shelby says... I tell my middle school students this story all the time, and they think I'm making it up to scare them. But I swear, <laughs> it's a true story. It happened. Middle schoolers are mean, so it's okay, yeah. Shelby. We believe you. They're very rude. So it is a fact. Ha ha. Ha ha. It's good. That's a great sighting. That's a very common sighting. I feel like that's what most people see when they see a UFO, something like that. I like that. Ooh, we also got some very targeted spam for $3 tarot readings. Oh! <laughs> That's nice. Tar- targeted spam. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you yeah. for that spam. I mean, or you're selling me tarot readings, but I'm okay. <laughs> I'm good. All right. You ready for the next one? Any more targeted spam? No, I just saved those because I just thought it was fun. It was it like is- $3 tarot reading. And I was funny. like, oh, okay. That's a steal. Yeah, I feel like it's a steal, yeah. but I'll, mm, I don't yeah. know. All right. Okay. Story time. Story time. And this one does have a warning in the title for trauma, so be prepared, everyone. My family lived up in the area between Mount Rainier and Mount Baker from when I was five to when I was 17. My cousins and I always loved all the snow, and our parents would often take us on hikes around the mountains. My last year in Washington, we were in a cabin near Mount Rainier on a vacation. Myself and my cousins decided to go exploring out in the snow. I remember a big snowstorm had just passed through, so naturally we were elated, being in our natural habitat. Partway into our teenage antics, we found an abandoned cabin right next to where a weather station appeared to have once stood. As expected of responsible young adults who have seen many horror movies, we immediately dared each other to go inside. I was the only one who took on that challenge, being the bravest. As soon as I got through the front door, it was obvious the place had been abandoned for a while. Some of the chairs had been overturned and snowdrifts piled in from broken windows. I was just about done and ready to go enjoy my bragging rights when I heard something from below. At this point, I figured it was just a bird that got trapped down there because obviously bears weren't a thing. As I turned on my little- you guys don't have bears out there? <laughs> we, have, we have bears. Oh. But they're not like big. I mean, we have black bears. Yeah, we have black bears. Yeah, we have black bears. Oh, okay. Interesting. But you As don't I turned- see them often, really? Really? I hmm. see a lot of their poop, but I've never seen one. Interesting. Yeah. As I turned on my little keychain flashlight, I noticed the basement was definitely in rougher shape compared to upstairs. Lots of stuff looked like it had been clawed pretty badly, and the only window down there was clearly broken through. From the snow coming in, I noticed a trail of slush leading into another room. As I followed it, my flashlight caught a flash of movement of some, something scurrying behind an old plastic bin. As I moved my light up to it, I saw it. There, in the beam of my flashlight, was the face of a pale humanoid thing. At least, it looked like it was human, or partially human. Its hair was white as snow, but its skin looked almost mummy-like. The humanoid's eyes were small and beady, but didn't move, possibly trying to size me up. Before I could even make a sound, the thing quickly stood up from its crouching position. I broke eye contact with it as I booked it back up the stairs and out of the basement. It's Gollum. I stood at the door, not entirely sure what just happened. I almost figured I'd found some some old Halloween decoration or something and spooked myself. And then I heard a screech coming from within the basement. 
It sounded like something between a death rattle and screaming. I immediately closed the basement door and ran out of the cabin. My cousins appeared to be long gone. Luckily, I remembered the way back to our cabin, even if I was terrified of the prospect of trekking back alone. As I looked around, hoping my cousins were just hiding to mess with me, I heard that screech again, but it wasn't just one, more like five or six of them, almost like they were vocalizing. I then recalled hearing how people tend to go missing around the mountain. I didn't even look to see where they were. I just ran, ran like I've never run before or since. I found my cousins back at the cabin, each of them looking relieved to see me. Apparently while I was inside, they heard the sounds coming out of the basement window, followed by more and more from around the house. One of them swears he saw two sets of beady black eyes staring at them from the snow. My family moved to Arizona soon after, and honestly, I was glad to become a desert dweller and will happily stay one for the foreseeable future. That sounds like them, them aliens are out there in the desert, just so you know. Oh yeah, that's the scary part. <laughs> that's, that's the alien part of the world. Um, What's that video game this reminds me of? Until Dawn. Oh yeah. It reminds me of Until Dawn. I mean, the forests here are, like, big and vast and dark and mossy, and there's lots of animals. Apparently there's, like, wolverines or not oh, wolverines or something in the mountains now. I mean, there's, oh, like, wow. marmots. There's all kinds of weird animals here. Apparently we also have porcupines. Didn't know that, that we have porcupines oh. here. So, like, whatever it, was, it could have been, it could have been so many different animals, so many different ones, but it sounds like it was more, like, more paranormal than that. But, yeah. I don't know. I say it's a fact. I mean, this, this, there's, especially here, like, again, the forests here are big and vast and full of weird things. And it's supposed to be where Bigfoot it is, so it could have been Bigfoot. Full of terrors. Mm-hmm. Well, I will tell you that this one is fiction. Oh, no, I got got. We made this one. You got got. I got got. But the, the forests here are so snow. spooky. I could believe it. Could believe it. I could believe it. You got me. Who was it from? There was no sign off on that one. All right. Well, Paul, thank you, stranger. I got got. It was a good one. Just believable enough. Just believable enough. Do you want to do one more? Yeah. Yeah, This one's a little, a little longer as well. So I think it'll, I'm going to send it to you in a couple parts. Because Discord will not let me. I know. Thank you, Discord. Yes, feel free to send us stories to spooky Saturday stories at gmail.com mm-hmm. because we love to share these. And if you want to share something in your life that maybe people didn't believe that that you told them, I believe you. We'll believe you. We will it's both true. believe you. It's true. All right, here we go. This one's a little bit longer, so yes. so let's go. Let me start by saying that I am an insane decorator when it comes to Halloween and Christmas. However, of the two holidays, it's Christmas that I had a spooky encounter on. I love this already. Oh my God, Kayla loves it. I love Christmas. My brother serves as a pastor at a local church and they had a theme for the Christmas charity program that focused on vintage stuff. My brother knew about my collection of festive bits and bobs and asked me to deck out the church lobby for the season. Going with the vintage theme, I used a bunch of my older decorations to cover the place in holly jolliness. I was given four days to get the project done, but I also had my job to do during the day, so I found myself spending four nights in a church all alone. The church is fairly new. It's only like six years old, so the building is still settling and making noises all the time. At least that's what I say. My brother and other church staff just outright believe the place is haunted. They say some of the noises they hear are definitely not the building creaking. 
So of course, I'm totally looking forward to being all alone in this big creaky building between the hours of 9 p.m. and 5 a.m. Among the decor I was putting up were a bunch of old vinyl inflatable figures. These aren't the things you see in people's yards these days. They're like old inflatable pool toys, just in the shape of Santas and snowmen. One of these inflatables is a giant six foot Santa Claus. It takes forever to inflate, even with a pump. That I was going to place in the center of a display. As I was putting up other stuff, the inflatable Santa kept tipping over again and again, every time I walked away. So my first reaction is to shout a swear in the middle of the church and make the poor baby <laughs> Jesus cry because I am certain that the Santa must have a leak. I checked him all over, but couldn't find any sign of a leak, and he still seemed fully inflated. I took him out of the display for the time being and set him against the back wall with the intent of dealing with him after everything else was set up. Sometime later, I went to the bathroom. The bathrooms were right off the lobby, so I could hear anything that ha happened out front. And of course, I do hear something. Something dragging. <laughs> I finished my business and returned to the lobby to see what's going on. The noise stopped as soon as I came around the corner. Everything seemed fine, except for one thing. The inflatable Santa was gone. No. While I am def def definitely freaked out, I am also equally upset. That thing was not cheap. <laughs> I first look out the still locked front door windows to see if anyone had pulled up in the parking lot. No one was out there. I hear the dragging again. I go down a hallway in the back of the lobby that leads to the church classrooms and nur nursery. There was Santa stuck in the doorway that led to the nursery. And I mean stuck. Being a big balloon boy, Santa is too wide to go right through a doorway without maneuvering him. But someone or something had tried to pull him through the nursery door. I took him back to his spot in the display and, pop and propped him up with some chairs and decided to call it a night, pretending that this never happened. I went back the next few nights to finish up the displays and thankfully didn't have any more creepiness happen. However, when I showed up the next two Sundays, I was also playing Santa for the kids on those two days. I was told by my brother and some other church staff that they kept finding some of the smaller inflatable characters in the nursery every other day and had uh. to put them back out front! No! <laughs> no! Thing is, there are no kids to play in the nursery during the week, so they don't know who keeps taking them back there. No! Oh, gosh, no. no. Not. I feel like we both are like, not children! No, not creepy <laughs> dolls in the nursery, no! Oh, no, oh, not children. God. That's horrible. <gasps> A child. How, why do they try to keep taking them in the nursery? What was it like an old lady ghost, maybe? Oh, could be. It was just like, come here, kids. Here you go, children. Ugh. Ugh. No. Also, like, I'm really curious what these, like, vintage inflatable Christmas decorations look like. The person submitting did send us a follow up picture. Oh. Oh, of them dressed as Santa. No. Because that's very sweet. But is the ghost in it? No. But it's a very <laughs> lovely picture. That is Thank very you for sweet. sharing that picture. It's very sweet. Um, and this came from, but this came from Zetrix, and that's X-E-T-T-R-E-X. I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced. Thank you, Zetrix. Captain Mymorph said, if the grounds of the church were not properly blessed, the funerals will attract ghosts. <laughs> so chat seems to think fact. What All do right. you think? Here's, here's Santa. Santa. <laughs> That's very Christmas cute. Is the best. I mean, I don't know. This sounds like fact to me. Like, it's messed up. I feel like, I mean, I feel like you could tell a story with this many, like, bizarre details. But, like, I don't know. It sounds, it sounds pretty fact to me. Well, 
Zetrix tells us this story is faction. Oh. A similar event took place. The only thing in this story that didn't happen was the giant Santa being found wedged in the nursery door. There are noises always happening in the church. The Santa kept falling over despite no breeze or leak, and we did keep finding a different decoration randomly placed in the nursery almost every morning for two weeks. No, that's terrible. Don't do that. (laughs) No, it's still bad. It's still still a fact. I still hate that. The moving Santa doesn't make it less of a scary fact. Yeah, I feel like that's still pretty fact. The only thing you added was the Santa being stuck, but everything else is still there, and that's awful. Ah. Well, thank you. Thank you for the story and for this this sweet the sweet Christmas picture. I love it. I miss Christmas. Miss you Christmas. <laughs> already Kayla already makes Mrs. Christmas. I do. I love Christmas. This year was kind of rough, but you know, I love that time of year. I love the spooky the spooky winter time. Yeah. We haven't gotten enough snow for my for my tastes. I want some more snow. It's supposed to snow here. Ugh, I'm jealous. It has not snowed. I mean, it doesn't like one time. It doesn't get, it doesn't snow a lot here. Like it doesn't, it's not, thank God, because I can't handle being that cold, but like it's supposed to get to like 30 degrees in the next week or so. And it's just like, ugh, ugh. I want, I want like a couple inches. I want the ground. I want like. You guys get snow every year though. Yeah. And it's like, it's been less and less because (laughs) global warming, but you know, it used to be, we would have really deep snows, like a couple feet and that would be really fun. I miss it. I miss the snow. Yeah. Yeah, Wyvern of Winter, like, a haunted menorah doesn't have the same, like, same fear as, like, a haunted, like, six-foot-tall man in a red suit. Krampus. Well, I hope that we get some snow one day. But that was a good story. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. Thanks to everyone for sharing. Was, I always yeah. appreciate it. It was, it was good. It was good. <laughs> haunted dreidel, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, was there anything else before we sign off? Any things coming up for you, Kayla? Anything fun? Oh, no. I'm just hanging oh, out. no. <laughs> nah, I'm just hanging out, just working on some stuff. Oh, no. Just oh, watching no. the news, waiting for the world to end, you know. Just, just... waiting for the collapse of our country. Uh, um, living my no, life, doing some okay. work. We're making some fun stuff, so that's exciting. Yeah, you're making some fun stuff. It's good. But I will say, make sure to stay safe out there, everyone. Stay stay home. Stay away from the Rona. Stay away from your Capitol buildings for the next, like, week or so. Don't go around those. Make sure that you're safe. Like, I just don't... I don't trust people. I don't trust people. Like, people that are angry. I don't trust angry people. So please stay safe. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't leave my house. So, I'm yeah, like, thank you, Victoria. But I'm like, I'm like, uh, I will maybe walk down the street to the grocery store and come back. So, but yeah, stay safe, and we'll keep you updated on all of our UFO stuff if we see anything else and any more things we're making. Because uh, I will clarify, you and I are making something cool, but it's secret. That's true. So yes. I know that, that will be very cool. That will occur at some point. We will keep you posted on that. Yeah, you're making some cool stuff. That yeah. will occur at some point, and we'll keep you posted on that. Yeah, so we're all, we're, all do, we're all doing all right. We're all doing all right. Making things. Yeah. Yeah, gosh, I am just so sleepy. I Maybe I it's just being, it's just dark outside. That's all it is. But I, it's 440, and it's still light outside. It's been getting dark at 4 o'clock, and now it's starting to get light again. Thank Hooray! goodness. It's it's nighttime here. It's 745, and I'm going to get some bop after this. Whoa, hopefully. that sounds good. 
some Korean food. I don't know what I'm going to... Anyway, go feed yourselves, hydrate, and uh, we will see you next time, Spooky Scouts. Thank you for all the subs and sub bombs this episode. Really appreciate it. And, oh, uh, and don't forget about our Patreon. Yes. Uh, if you would like to sub, we we will be releasing... We release a extra episode there every month. We'll probably record that soon for January. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's patreon.com slash spooky Saturday. And any tier will get you access to that episode. And the highest tier gets you the exclusive patch. Yes. The exclusive scout patch. Scout patch. Which... Um, I think this month, I think our exclusive episode this month, I have to talk about some more QAnon stuff because it's ever since that, ever since the insurrection, it's gone like off the rails. Really? I don't even want to I don't keep up with it. So every time you tell me it's a surprise. I mean, it's upsetting. (laughs) It's very upsetting. But there's a lot that we need to talk about because a lot has happened. Like not even like officially, just like, just people believing like the wildest things. So boy, can't wait. It's fascinating. It's yeah, it's the deep stupid. It's fascinating and really dumb. So that should be fun. And I, I do keep up on it because I I guess I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Why not? Why? Why Someone's got to know what's going on. Yeah. T- stop the steal, brothers. Brother. <laughs> I don't know why I said that like macho man. Brother. 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 All right. Anyway, we will see you next time, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Take care of yourselves. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us for Spooky Saturday. I'm Kayla Klein, and you can find me at KaylaKlein.com or on social media as at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I. And I'm Holly Conrad, and you can find me on social media as at Holly Conrad or at Commander Holly, and you can find us both at WeGrowingHens.com. We hope you enjoyed learning and speculating with us tonight. If you want to find out more about Spooky Saturday and becoming a Spooky Scout, you can find links to our social media, Discord, and more at SpookySaturday.com. If you want to toss a coin our way, you can offer the podcast some sustainable support by subscribing to Patreon.com slash Spooky Saturday. Spooky Saturday airs live Saturday on Twitch.tv slash WeCrowingHens at 3 p.m. Pacific.